Hi everyone and welcome to The Ride Up. I'm your host, Charity Swift. everybody and welcome back to today's episode and thank you so much for joining me today. I just wanted to make a quick little note with our last podcast about understanding your horse's diet. There was a portion where I was speaking on the essential nutrients and such within a healthy diet for your horse and I had accidentally spoke chlorine instead of choline as an essential nutrient and I just wanted to make sure that that was noted. Choline is extremely beneficial. It plays a key role in the development and structural integrity of brain cell membranes. It improves cognitive function, helps metabolize fat in the liver, and enhances the reproductive development and supports growth in bone development with our horses. So that is really key. I just wanted to kind of make an edit since it's really hard for me to go back post-production and edit those out within the podcast recordings and um, make sure that you guys noted that in case there was any question there. Today's episode, we are going to talk about Chasteberry for our horses. Now, chaseberry uh, is essentially used uh, for proper pituitary function. It's been widely researched in Germany. According to Dr. Rudolf Fritz Weiss, chaseberry acts on the hypothalamus and the pituitary gland. The pituitary gland is considered to be the master gland of the endocrine, endocrine system and it controls the adrenals and thyroid regulation activity with other organs and tissues within the body. So when I've referenced in previous podcasts about insulin resistance, Cushing's, types of metabolic issues that your horses may be experiencing, this would be really key within usage of these types of horses. Now, it also has greater benefits, and so we're going to go into that. So chaseberry is a fruit of the cheese tree. It's native to Asia and parts of the Mediterranean region. It's also known as Vitex or monk's pepper. Now it got the name monk's pepper because it was, uh, it has been used by monks um, to help to decrease sexual desire and uh, therefore it got the name monk's pepper. So if you see that on a label, that's what that is. Chasteberry is offered in several different forms now. You can have um, powder, tablet, liquid, and capsule forms of chasteberry. Again, it's also known as Vitex. That's quite readily uh, found um, within your natural food source or stores. And uh, you'll see Vitex on the label of these supplements. It's used, it's been used for um, centuries for its medicinal properties, especially in the Middle Ages. Uh, It's uh, kind of where it started and then uh, became much more prevalent. Um, What it does is it helps to decrease high estrogen levels and moodiness within stallions, mares, and horses that can have Um, sort of aggressive or um, kind of attitudes or moodiness 
within certain times of the month or just in general uh, because they may actually have hormone imbalances. This has been mainly used for that reason to help support the mood imbalance and hormone health um, within female and male horses. It has been purported to improve the hypothalamus and pituitary function in horses with Cushing's disease or PPID. Anecdotally, Chaseberry has is said to help to make these moody mares easier to handle and again helps to uh, calm and make aggressive stallions or geldings easier to handle. It is safe to use. There's no reported side effects in horses, but it is not recommended for pregnant mares. I do want to note that uh, this may be a last stitch effort type of a supplement for those of you, though, that may have mares that have been very difficult to breed and to maintain their pregnancy because it has been shown to actually increase fertility. It increases the luteinizing hormone, which stimulates ovulation, aids in conception, and helps to maintain pregnancy. So I did want to note that, even though it is not recommended, because it's not been thoroughly evaluated in pregnant animals, but I did want to note that it has been shown to have uh, positive effects within those constructs if you're experiencing those types of issues. This might be, you know, a last ditch effort if you've really tried everything else, something to consider. So for a horse, it should be fed at a rate of five to 20 grams per day. You will want to increase the size slowly to limit avoidance that it does kind of have a bitter smell and taste, so not all horses are going to be receptive to using this. Chaseberry uh, creates an anti-inflammatory effect by stimulating the body's opioid receptors, so this has also been shown to reduce pain. It's been primarily used, again, in horses to enhance mood and improve behavior. It has shown positive effects on metabolic health, energy levels, stress, healthy coats, hormone regulation, muscle tone, reproduction, aging, and growth. So today, we primarily see references to this in use of uh, horses with equine Cushing's disease. Um, this has been uh, shown to help that uh, as good as pergolide. And we're going to kind of get into some of the research of that. The, uh, what this does is it increases the ratio of progesterone to estrogen. So when you have an imbalance either within yourself or your horses of these estrogen levels, uh, it will help to balance the, the progesterone and help to decrease that, that high estrogen level. Uh, this is also very beneficial for us women 
and it has been used quite a bit with women who have PMS or other types of issues during their menstrual cycles, as well as being combined with St. John's wort to decrease menopause symptoms um, and hormone-related insomnias. Now, something to note, in some people it can create insomnia it can cause it so uh, keep that in mind as well if you start on it and you start to experience uh, issues of not being able to sleep very well it can be due to that now again this is not a cure to treat Cushing's but it can help to support normal pituitary function and lower the prolactin levels on these horses. It can help to improve fertility in horses and address symptoms of these Cushing's, including helping to help, uh, shed that hair coat that they tend to um, gather. They, you know, you'll see these Cushing's horses with uh, woolly coats. So the benefits that it's shown with our horses is a reduc- the reduction of hair coat, it improves the shedding. The excess hair growth or lack of shedding is known to be the most obvious feature of the Cushing's disease or PPID. So it helps to stimulate that shedding. It also has led to a reduction in excessive sweating, which makes the horses more comfortable and more heat tolerant. The other thing to note that you will want to be aware of is if it does decrease that sweating too much, you will definitely want to address that, possibly back down or take it out of their supplements because you you want to have a healthy balance with how your horse sweats because that's their natural way to help keep them cool during the hot times of the year. It can help to reduce fatigue, give better energy levels, and improved regulation of the thyroid activity. Now, the thyroid gland, again, is a key regulator for the body, and it controls metabolism and many other functions. And by lowering cortisol, which is known to inhibit thyroid function, Chase Berry supports healthy thyroid functions. It improves mood and attitude. Horses with depression and low mood show improvements with Chaseberry and make them easier to handle and more cooperative. By supporting the hypothalamus and pituitary function, this also lowers the levels of stress from the hormone cortisol. It can help support mental well-being and improvement of handling. Now, like I had mentioned, it reduces the incidence of laminitis by improving pain and it has been shown to improve glucose tolerance and insulin sensitivities in some of these horses with insulin resistance, which is a common contributing factor to laminitis. The inflammation and weak hooves that are associated with laminitis is painful for horses and it's been shown to lower these signs of pain associated. It helps to reduce the frequency of urination and drinking during some of these episodes, like mainly when you see horses that have uh, some of these issues of uh, Cushing's or metabolic issues, you may also notice that they have a frequency of urination. They drink a lot more and their stalls, if they're stalled, are much wetter. Uh, so this will help. This does suggest that the Chaseberry helps to improve this glucose tolerance um, and helps to 
uh, create more of a balance with the glucose intolerance that had been occurring to create these issues. So when glucose is high in the body, it is excreted in the urine and draws a lot of water, which then increases the and stimulates thirst as well. So this will help to minimize these outward signs of high glucose levels. It also reduces the abnormal fat deposits such as crusty neck that you will see in insulin resistant horses. You'll see the de fat deposits that result in a crusty neck, uh, the fat deposits on the tail head or the prepuce in the mammary regions. So by improving the insulin sensitivity, chaseberry can help to support the a normal fat distribution again. So you'll see the decreased crusty neck that you may have seen. Um, you'll see improvements in overall body and movement with um, the help of the pain and inflammation as well. So by nutritionally supporting normal function of the I can't talk the normal function of the pituitary gland and endocrine system, it has a number of uh, beneficial effects. The hypothalamus and pituitary gland are key parts of the brain, and this uh, receives signals from the body and produces hormones to regulate a wide array of metabolic processes. Now, research in other animals and humans suggests that extracts from the chaseberry might have additional benefits, which will need to be assessed um, in the horses. As mentioned, that is anti-inflammatory effects. Antioxidant benefits. Now, it has flavonoids and phenol compounds, and this is very effective in neutralizing free radicals. And kind of in conjunction with the neutralization of free radicals. It also has an anti-aging effect that um, helps to reduce oxidative stress and helps with the uh, female hormone sex deficiency or sex hormone deficiency. It improves liver function so animals with a fatty liver, which is a common feature of obesity and insulin resistance, it improves the liver function. And again, with that oxidative um, neutralizing free radicals, it helps to decrease this oxidative stress that occurs within this type of construct. It reduces stress responses, chaste berry extract decreases pituitary production of the ACTH hormone, which might support normal cortisol levels. So uh, again, that is extremely beneficial. It improves the thyroid function and this, uh, or otherwise known as TSH, which is a thyroid stimulating hormone uh, from the pituitary gland. And this would be, again, very beneficial for horses that may have cases where thyroid function is impaired. It also helps to support healthy bones. It has an osteoprotective effect, especially with castrated males. Uh, so you might see a breakdown of our geldings um, in an osteoarthritic uh, manner. So this will help uh, to protect these bones from physical or degeneration, physical damage or degeneration. Now, the research of the effectiveness is limited, 
there have been a small number of clinical studies that have examined the effects of this herb with horses. Again, it's been more widely researched in Germany, but there have been some studies uh, over here. And uh, there, there are more studies that are needed to evaluate the clinical effic efficacy, um, but many of these case reports and testimonials have been submitted by veterinarians and horse owners. And one particular has been with equine Cushing's disease. Now in one study, 25 horses and ponies were diagnosed with Cushing's disease. Now they were treated with Chaseberry over a three month period. The study used owner surveys and before and after photos to determine how the horses responded to this treatment. They received a daily dose of Chaseberry for these horses that were diagnosed with Cushing's and it was found to improve coat quality, improve energy levels, improve mood, reduce laminitis, reduce abnormal fat deposits. And in this anecdotal case report by Dr. Eleanor Kellen, now she is, uh, she also works very closely with um, the ICR group, which is an equine uh, Cushing's and insulin resistant group. She works with Ukelly Supplements, which I had mentioned that supplement company uh, in my previous podcast, uh, Understanding Your Horse's Nutrition. If you haven't uh, listen to my previous podcasts about equine nutrition uh, on various different topics, uh, anti-inflammatory diet, why you shouldn't feed your horses senior feeds, uh, red raspberry leaf, etc. I would really um, highly encourage you to take a listen to those. It's got some really great information in there. Uh, they did a study on 10 horses with the Cushing's disease and showed improvements after several weeks on a commercial product containing chaseberry extract. All 10 horses exhibited rapid shedding of the abnormal coat within two to three weeks of treatment. These horses were presented with low energy levels, depression, and pain due to the laminitis before treatment showed improvement and they improved in all of these symptoms. Several of the horses examined in this report were also experiencing improved insulin and glucose levels, and this suggested benefits for the metabolic health. The changes in insulin signaling were particularly noticeable in the younger animals that had this issue. Okay, so chaseberry versus pergolide. Now, I am not suggesting that chaseberry should take a complete place of your pergolide. So pergolide is a pharmaceutical drug. It's mostly used in horses to treat symptoms of equine Cushing's disease. It's an ergoline-based dopamine receptor agonist, and it's used also in humans to treat Parkinson's disease. Now, many owners who seek out chaseberry as a natural alternative to pergolide see very great results, but I do want to also caution this herb is not approved as a replacement for pergolite treatment. I do tend to steer in that direction. I would prefer something that uh, helps to build the body's own types of hormonal uh, balancing rather than seek to use a pharmaceutical drug. Um, but again, I am not at all uh, suggesting that it completely take place of that. And the studies are showing that, you know, you will, 
you know, if you have a horse that has had uh, PPID Cushing's for a long period of time, you will definitely want to treat with pergolide first and then use uh, chasteberry as a supplemental um, kind of to help long term. So the um, early versus advanced PPID, that's where you will see this to be more beneficial or not. So the chaseberry appears to be more beneficial in the earlier signs of PPID and it may not be as effective as the pergolide in the advanced stages. So one study showed no benefit of commercial chaseberry product for PPID horses when it was compared to pergolide. And uh, in another study, they, they took 14 horses with Cushing's disease. They were given chaseberry extract for between two to six months. The horses were also treated with a high dose of pergolide either before or after receiving the chaseberry supplement. In this comparative study, only one of the horses saw an improvement in their condition relative to treatment with pergolide. These horses had advanced PPID, meaning that their symptoms have been present for a long period of time and they were much more severe. Horses with advanced PPID are less likely to have symptoms resolved by cherryberry alone and may require that pergolide therapy to see significant clinical benefits. The authors of this study acknowledged that the manufacturer did not provide details though regarding the chaseberry concentration or the active constituents and they did not test the product. So I just wanted to take note of that as well. In another study, a commercial chaseberry product was tested on 38 horses and ponies with PPID. They were divided into three groups. So the first group was horses or ponies that had never received treatment and they were given the chaseberry alone for six months. In your second group, they had never received treatment and they were given chaseberry plus pergolide for six months. And in your third group, they were already on pergolide. They continued to take the pergolide drug alone for the first three months and then were given pergolide plus chaseberry for the final three months. In their blood tests and assessments of the clinical symptoms that were conducted before treatment at three months and at six months, they were able to determine that chasteberry treatment alone improved clinical scores in the horses after three months, and this improvement continued to the six months. The researchers observed normalization of the hair coat and behavioral changes with owners, noting that the horses and ponies were more lively and alert, and all horses showed improvements in Cushing symptoms as determined by a scoring system. So horses with PPID, they have a pituitary gland which overproduces uh, the adrenocorticotropic hormone or the ACTH, which results in many of the symptoms associated with this disease. The study results showed that chaseberry therapy alone did not improve the ACTH levels in these high level PPID horses. However, it has been established that pergolide does show to lower the ACTH. Therefore, you don't want to necessarily consider chaseberry to be a replacement therapy for pergolide. 
so just keep that in mind. I think it uh, is something to really look to as an adjunct therapy to support the improvements of symptoms long term. <clears throat> Let's see. So for Chaseberry with your mood and balance in your horses. Again, this has really become a popular supplement for helping behavior modification, promoting positive mood in mares and steins, and particularly in your mares that you show. Uh, according to Kathleen Crandall, PhD, Chaseberry is purportedly useful for making mares a little more cheerful and easier to handle. So this is really great. Uh, I did make a podcast about red raspberry leaf and it was also speaking on how that helps with the moodiness within horses and this is another supplement to really take a look at. The holistic horse states that chaseberry aids in counteracting irritability and unpredictability and it also helps horses feel more comfortable so that they will be more cooperative within uh, working constructs and training. A common cause of mood problems in female horses is the estrus cycle. Both breeding and non-breeding mares will experience changes in mood and behavior related to hormonal functions. So you will see changes in mood linked to their cycle, including aggression, unpredictable behavior kicking out, stubbornness, lack of interest in other horses, changes in social behaviors, decline in their performance, back soreness, loss of interest in food, girthiness, lack of cooperation. And I can even interject in there uh, mares that tend to... Um, have issues of walking and needing to urinate quite frequently if they're being ridden. Uh, so that can also be a sign of these changes within their cycles. Chaseberry is said to promote balanced behavior by regulating these hormone levels. And it has been widely investigated in humans as a natural re remedy for these mood swings, depressions, and irritabilities linked to PMS and menstrual cycles. So uh, the effects are purported to be on the progesterone, uh, which work very similarly in horses as they do for women. So according to equine herbalists, it works by raising your progesterone levels, which helps to relieve these symptoms that occur during uh, menstrual cycle abnormalities. And these claims are based on the observations of horses that have been fed, fed the Chaseberry products over time. Now they have not been conducted to evaluate efficacy uh, in changes of mood. Uh, they will need to be validated for the claims that are made. Veterinarians will sometimes prescribe regimate for your moody mares and uh, Chaseberry is a great uh, kind of way to regulate that with something that's more natural. Um, the Regimate is a synthetic progesterone product that stops reproductive cycles in horses and prevents mares from showing heat and experiencing behavioral issues. However, it is expensive. It's difficult to handle. Many of us who have needed to use it within our programs know that us women, we need to be very careful about using it. We have to, you know, handle it with gloves. Uh, so 
it can be very difficult for us to handle. Uh, it can also suppress the immune system leading to infections. So if you do have a mare that you need to have on Regimate, but also experiences um, like uterine infections frequently, that can contribute to it. So be aware of that. So if you are considering using Regimate for your mares for a variety of reasons, you may want to consider Chaseberry first. So Chaseberry will not prevent your mare from cycling, but it will and may pre pre improve her behaviors with the outward signs of being in season. So with the fruits of the Chaseberry shrub, it contains a number of active compounds and compounds and steroidal precursor, precursors, and they're believed to influence dopamine activity in the brain and sex hormone regulation. So in rats and other animals, chaseberry extract has been shown to stimulate the dopamine receptors. Uh, in turn, it decreases prolactin secretion by the pituitary gland. Prolactin is a hormone involved in lactation, but it is also a wide range of other body uh, functions. So it decreases in the prolactin activity results in increased production of luteinizing hormone, which I had actually uh, mentioned previously. And this is uh, the increase by the ovaries as well as increased levels of follicle-stimulating hormone, which is the FSH. Higher levels of FSH subsequently result in increased progesterone levels. And this is the calming effect on your moody mares. And it's less likely or it's likely related to the shift towards higher progesterone levels. In male mice, chaseberry extract also decreased LH, which resulted in decreased testosterone levels. Now this might indicate that chaseberry calms your aggressive stallions and decreases the testosterone. Now I have not experienced it decreasing uh, fertility. It actually helps boost fertility in my uh, breeding stallions and I have not experienced it to um, decrease lack of mood during the times where uh, we are collecting. So I did want to note that. Um, it does help with um, stallions that I've worked with to just kind of calm their moods and uh, give them a better handling aspect if I do have uh, an issue with a stallion that has uh, issues of testosterone. Anecdotal evidence also suggests that Chaseberry helps with the crusty neck and irregular fat deposits in your insulin resistance horses, and it may work by improving your insulin sensitivity. So Chaseberry is safe to use in your insulin resistant horses. It can improve your fat distribution and it uh, really works synergistically overall for hormones. Now, if you are using a dried ground uh, chaseberry, you will feed that at a five to 20 grams per day. Some sources suggest servings up to 60 grams daily. Uh, this would be dependent on the size of horse and also the severity of the issues that you're looking to help with uh, supplementing this. It's not recommended to exceed 20 grams unless it's under the direction of a qualified equine nutritionist or a veterinarian. So keep that in mind. Again, you know, you will want to keep in mind the severity of the issues that you are trying to address with this as well as the size of horse and their weight. 
We recommend starting at the lowest dose of five grams per day and then increase that to your desired, uh, till your desired result is achieved. And if you have any other questions, you can go ahead and do some research online. I like to uh, research um, through various sources. I often, of course, will you know Google things and do some extensive research and look into various different uh, studies on some of these supplements. And, uh, you know, YouTube is another great resource to look into some of these studies as well. There's a lot of great information on uh, the usage of some of these supplements that I may mention. So if you have any other questions, feel free to reach out to me. I'm on Facebook with Charity Swift or Charity Swift Performance Horses. You can also find me on my website at www.charityswift.com or on email at charityswift at hotmail.com. And I will see you guys in the next write-up. You guys take care, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.